If they need to see you praise them and their results on Instagram, there's probably something missing. You said it. You said it again. Yes, again. We appreciate all the feedback we received. <laughs> this this uh, started a little bit of a firestorm, didn't it's it? It's fun. This is fun. This is a conversation that needs to be had. This is getting parents to think about their thinking in a yes. way that they maybe have not ever done. Yes. It has to happen. Like This is such a great thing to get everybody thinking and talking about because we have to evaluate how are we using all of these tools that we have and what's the impact it's having on our relationship with our kids. Yeah, you didn't just fire a shot, you fired a cannon. Yes, I like that though. Like, I'm, <laughs> we have to think about this. I, you ripped the Band-Aid off you and you, uh, you took hair. That, and that's okay. I, I like taking hair when it gets this conversation started because there aren't right or wrong answers here. There's beneficial and there's non-beneficial ways of doing things. And we have to look at what we're, our practices as parents and start asking ourselves, is this beneficial to my kids? Is this beneficial to our relationship? There's some cool data on this that we, we dug up and found too, right? <sighs> Like, you, you love data. I love data, but you got the data. So I got the data, but I, I don't know. Data's just... fun. Well, we all know, like we've heard it in so many different places. Anxiety is going up. Depression's going up. Kids are feeling more pressure now than they ever have before. These are all things that are currently happening. We have ideas about why they're happening, but we're not really taking action to stem the tide. What's some of the, what's some of the stuff that, that we've found for this episode should i try to sound like a yes bad tv yes give us no, your I, give us your bad tv news do, reporter I do that here's the cold hard facts but these are this is and this is recent stuff and this all of this will be in the show notes yes for, for those of you like nate who like to swim in in data data Data, data. Do you go these, this? I Yeah, data's plural. Okay. Researchers at Georgetown University using data from the National Survey of Children's Health have learned that even before the pandemic, anxiety and depression were becoming more common among children and adolescents, increasing 27% and 24% respectively from 2016 to 2019. By 2020, 5.6 million kids, that's 9.2%, had been diagnosed with anxiety problems and 2.4 million, 4%, had been diagnosed with the depression. And I'm assuming this is a USA. Yes, and that's, notice it says diagnosed. Those are the people that actually go in and get the diagnosis. So how many are undiagnosed? And that's a sobering thought. If that's how many are actually being diagnosed because you have so many kids aren't even going in and getting the kind of care that's going to diagnose these. Yes. Wait, there's more. Oh, yes. This research is further supported by other recent studies, including this one from the Canadian Journal of School Psychology. Parents might also put lofty expectations on their kids to perform well in sports, music, theater, or other activities. High pressure parents might insist that their kids practice constantly and perform well in competitions. I think this is something that we mm-hmm. we see. I don't know. I don't know if it's always a bad thing. We'll, we'll, well, dive it, into it's that one. not. It, having the expectations is great. 
Go ahead. Sorry. But but then here comes the but. The but. There's always a but. And this is from psychologist Amy Marin. Kids who feel like they're under constant pressure can experience constant anxiety. High amounts of stress can also place children at a greater risk of developing depression or other mental health conditions. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, that's that's some sobering stuff. And like you like you're bringing up before, expectations are not a bad thing. Having standards is a wonderful thing. And as parents of performers, having high standards is that's the that's the thing. So is there so is there a difference from encouraging a child to practice or to perform well in competition or is it the as they use in this study, insisting well, it's the it's all in how it's coming across to the kids. And as a parent, sometimes you need to put some pressure on them in order to get them to do stuff. Like this is why parenting is the hardest job and there's not, not a close, a close second, second. Because this is this is the tightrope that parents of performers will walk forever. Is how do you encourage your kids? How do you empower your kids? How do you equip your kids? to go out and perform their best, but you don't make it so they're so overrun by pressure that they can't perform. And that it ends up showing up as anxiety and depression and a lot of these other negative things. So it's the tightrope that parents walk. And that's where our conversations and getting all of us to think about our thinking, to think about the way that we're, we're coaching our kids, the way that we're training and interacting with our kids the way that we're posting about our kids all of that stuff has to go back under the microscope and be looked at so i'm a poster good actually not really but i'm gonna pretend i'm a poster i'm addicted i want you to see yes what my son what my daughter just did in their competition in their game their match and they nailed it so you're gonna get a Mm -hmm. you are gonna get a highlight let's should we talk hoop we could talk hoop. Okay, so you are not going to see my son throwing a pass to the other team. Okay. I'm not going to post that. <laughs> that's, that's reasonable. Which, I mean, just a de- general basketball tip. Throw the ball to your team. Yes. Yeah. You're not going to see that, but you will see him make a great driving layup and get fouled, and yeah. he scores the hoop. This is a... The I highlight mean, films. Highlight film, great moment, great shot. Everybody loves it. We love it. Fans love it. And then I post it. What? Cool. You're telling me that there's some danger in this. Yes. So, I don't believe I don't believe well, you because I think it's just really cool. He made the shot. He got fouled. He popped, popped you know, we, jumps up. We talk about buzzwords and mindset's a big buzzword. Growth mindset's an even bigger buzzword. You've probably, you've heard it. I've heard it. Tons of parents. We try to live it. it. We all try to live it. Growth mindset got talked about initially by Carol Dweck and her book about mindset. And everybody fell in love with this idea. And it's great, but putting it into practice is super hard. Really, really challenging to get an actual growth mindset because a fixed mindset centers on the idea that the results are the only thing that matters and growth mindset focuses more on the process. So it's results versus process. And when we espouse a growth mindset and we we, we want to, I'm so, I know I'm going like crazy on research and stuff. So in Dweck's research, it gets at the idea of how do we praise our kids and posting stuff isn't necessarily the problem. It's what are we posting and what are we saying about it? And then what are the kids seeing and how are they perceiving it? So if you come home with a spelling test, let's say you're second grade, Steve, you come home with a spelling test and you got a hundred percent. I did. 
Nice job. And I'm taking a picture of that with a big red 100% on the top, and I'm posting it out there. You and forgot I'm praising the you. you. You forgot the gold star. The gold star is on there, too, the I'm smiley so old, faces. I'm so old, we actually did get gold stars. <laughs> yeah, and the jump ball circle and all that. Yeah. We know you're old, the beta tapes. Yeah. Those are all there. Anyway, second grade Steve brings that home. I take a picture of it. I post it. I'm like, oh my gosh, little Steve is so smart. But what ends up happening, what Dweck found out in the research is that in, in kids' minds, they're smart because they got 100%. Well, if they're smart because they got 100%, what are they if they don't get 100%? Ooh. And so it's, and, and the kids think like this. This is their part of their growth in their, how they're thinking. They think in concrete terms. They're either smart or they're dumb. There's not a hot or cold there for kids. And when, when they, get posted that, hey, look, I got 100%. Now what happens when they have to bring home the 90%? Are you gonna post that too? You could post it you with could, a little- You could post it, with but a do little, you want to? Post it with a great little quote about growth mindset right below it. Okay, great, then do that. But do we do that? How many posts do you see where it's like, oh, here's a picture of Billy throwing the ball to the other team. And then, you know, but now we go to the other end and we get the steal and we come down and Billy makes an and one. But we cut out the part where they make a mistake most of the time. Every once in a while you'll see it. But it's, it's that, and this is why we talk about that Instagram feed, you know, we, we, we put the filters on everything. But when we put the filters on everything, sometimes we filter out what makes the growth great. And that's the mistakes. And it's really hard to post your mistakes. It's really hard to post. It's probably even harder to post your kids' mistakes. And I'm not saying post your kids' mistakes. Maybe I am. I was going to say, are you? I don't know of any people that do it because most people don't want to try that. That's an experiment we don't want to try. But what if that's the answer? We're just here to mess with people's thinking though, right? Like I do, we're sure. just, we're just trying to well, my, open My initial thought here is I don't want to post Billy throwing the ball to the mm-hmm. other team because that could be embarrassing to him. It could but be, what if, what if it the could be humiliating post, What if him? the follow-up post is that I'm so proud of how he responded to this mistake? See, I know you and me, I would, I would rather just say this to Billy. Yeah rather than uh, post this and create this uh, story or this reel about it. And sometimes we fall into the whole shout, praise, whisper, criticism thing. And we we shout all this stuff on Instagram. Shout what? Shout, praise, whisper, criticism. These are all coaching buzzwords. We've done this for 50 plus years. (laughs) You know that we know this stuff. Anyway, sometimes I think we fall in love with the idea of shouting praise. And so we only want to post all the good stuff that our, our kids do. But are they perceiving that as a good thing or are they perceiving that as I have to be like this all the time? Do you think any parents ask their kids this? Probably. I bet there's some parents that have conversations with their kids about and it. And, and there's, a wide, there's a wide variety of uh, ages here mm-hmm. that this is going to affect. This conversation well, you with have a kids. younger player. Yeah. And you're, you're the adolescent psychology guy, but a younger player, this this may be confusing to them and an older, more mature. Well, adolescents player. have more ability to think abstractly. The the like the like Specifically with second grade Billy, he's in that phase where it's very black and white. Adolescents can think more in abstracts and they're developing some of those abilities. But you have to be careful with the, because the adolescents are so new to that, they tend to think of things in black or white too. If I'm not good, I'm bad. And, and 
Oh gosh, Steve, it's there. It's so hard. It's so hard because there's so much of their life is put out there for everybody to see, and that creates pressure. And I don't know, and that's not going to go away. I don't. It's think. not, but I don't know if that's necessarily a great thing because increasing the pressure that these kids feel is hard. It's hard to like, as parents, we should have our hands on that dial to be able to increase the pressure a little bit if we need to. But what we're missing is how much pressure the kids are inadvertently picking up from having everything that they do online, filmed, put out there for the world to see. They don't feel like they have enough space to make mistakes because they're afraid that any mistake they make gets put out there. So how does a parent help encourage a student to a student, a child, a player, a performer to practice. Uh, I'll just say something that I didn't like to practice, even though I liked the actual performance. Mm -hmm. Piano. According to Dweck, it's praising the effort. And not necessarily praising the effort in public, but just praising that effort. So like if you come home with a bad spelling test, if I, if I have the conversation with you that sounds something like, oh wow, you know, how do you feel about this test? And I'm gonna get your thoughts on it before I even share mine. But how do you feel about this test? Well, I'm a little disappointed. Do you feel like you worked really hard on it? Yeah, I feel like I studied really hard. Well, I think you studied really hard too. So if you wanna do better, do you wanna do better on the next one? Well, what can we do to, to help you do even better on the next one? You're Maybe we in, change the way we study a little bit. You're doing a QOC on me right a now. A little bit, yeah. But that's the power of, of getting in the habit of doing that as a parent, is having those question-only conversations where or you like, if I have that conversation with you, it's not about your result, it's about the effort. And I feel better instantly. Yeah. And if I didn't study real hard, I feel, I feel pretty safe in saying, well, I didn't work as hard as I should have on this, and that's probably why I got a 90 instead of a, a higher score. So what can we do next time to work a little bit harder? This is very helpful, Nate, and I hope our listeners or hearing what I hear here. No, let's hear, hear that? Here. Don't worry. <laughs> we all a, heard great things. Was that a double here? It's a double here, but that's a new buzzword. So two things I see here. Number one, as a parent of an athlete or a performer, I need to think about how my son or daughter is perceiving what I'm saying yeah. or posting yep. about their performance. Mm -hmm. Okay, good there? Absolutely. Number two, the things that we can say to them can be really simple. We don't need this big grandiose yeah. pontification. Yep. Simplicity is a beautiful thing. Simplicity. So something like, let's go to piano, since I didn't like to practice <laughs> as, as much as I needed to. I love how you're working through that difficult part. Yeah. And I know you've made some mistakes there. I think it's really cool how you are, you're fixing it. You're working on it. You're you're going to make this happen. Like that. Hey, uh, maybe something like, or even simpler and shorter. Mm -hmm. I love listening to you play. Yeah. Yep. And it's so, so easy. So easy to say that. Yeah. So what is the challenge for our parents? Evaluate practices. Just take a step back and look at how are you praising your kids? What are you putting out there and why are you doing it? But really evaluate the way that it's, it's showing up. Awesome. That's great. I think this is a good time to stop. I need to yep. go post something. Hey. <laughs> On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. 
We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's createtransformbecome, all one word, .com. There you will find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.